how to use Docker. It's it's baked into every software development process. Things like agile development. Anyway, we're headed into a break. Second hour's coming up. Stick around. We'll be right back after this short break. He tried his best to play it cool. But in the seventh grade, you either fit right in or you don't fit. That's just the cold hard truth. I wish that I'd have been the friend that Billy never knew. I think it's time to come together. You and I can make a change. Maybe we can make a difference. Make the world a better place. Look around and love somebody. We've been hateful long enough. Let the good Lord reunite us to this country that loves undivided. Yup. You either go to church or you're gonna go to hell. Get a job and work or you're gonna go to jail. I just kinda wish we didn't think like that. Why's it gotta be all white or all black? And when we gonna learn to try on someone's shoes sometimes? That's right. When we gonna start to see from someone else's eyes? I think it's time to come together. You and Welcome I back. All right. Top of the second hour of today's Road Warrior Radio broadcast this Monday, May 8th, 2023. Um, I don't know how much of what I said there. I guess I was talking over the ads. Didn't mean to. Um, The point is, I wonder how much we tacitly condone things that we maybe consciously would not otherwise. And... uh, Maybe we should kind of rethink some of that. So the example that I was giving in the first hour primarily is Docker. Lee Fang wrote the article back in 2016, April 14, 2016, the Intercept article titled, The CIA is investing in firms that mine your tweets and Instagram photos. Among 38 previously undisclosed companies receiving CIA venture capital funding, several are developing tools to mine social media. I think that's probably the least of the concerns, and it sprawls out much broader than that. And I, given the example, I'll just reiterate it real quick and we'll move on. So from Lee Fang's article, the opening, he writes, Soft robots that can grasp delicate objects, computer algorithms designed to spot an insider threat, quote-unquote, and artificial intelligence that will sift through large data sets. These are just a few of the technologies being pursued by companies with investment from InQtel, the CIA's venture capital firm, according to a document obtained by The Intercept. And the document is linked. And I'm just going to presume that because you're listening to this broadcast and you you are listening to – you know, this network, obviously, Republic Broadcasting Network, you know about InQtel. Maybe maybe I'll say this. Suffice it to say that um, when I, you know, historically when I've talked about InQtel, uh, I used to say there was a page on the InQtel website that they bragged. Initially, it was $9 for every dollar that InQtel invests in a project. It brings with it $9 of investment capital from the, from the uh, VC world. So it, it is effectively 
a rudder of technological innovation. If you can get InQtel in, uh, interested in your project, then chances are, you know, the Bruce Wayne Club, as I call it, Founders Fund, for example, um, will come along in tow. If there's any separation between InQtel and Founders Fund. So then it ended up being, at last check, it was $11 that the InQtel website itself was saying, for every dollar InQtel invests in a project, it brings along $11 in venture capital. And then, you know, that went dark. I don't know where that is now on the website, if it's still there. But that used to be a boast. So, you know, if you're somebody looking to get your project funded, then obviously, you know, and it's a high-tech project. Like they say at Founders Fund, not everything with a plug is technology. You know, if you can get InQtel uh, interested in it, then you have a good chance of the VC world taking an interest in it. Because, the C you know, with the CIA, failure is not an option, so they're going to make sure your thing makes it to market, but in a way that they find useful and expedient, if you know what I mean, wink, wink. So we'll leave it at that as far as background. You know, but the, there's there's other stuff. I mean, there's the Facebook story and, you know, uh, Gilman Louie and so much more. If you're not familiar, maybe, you know, take time to dive down the rabbit hole. Uh, let's just say InQtel and social media have been cozy bedfellows since, you know, the beginning of social media. We'll just put it that way. InQtel is the CIA's venture capital firm. Here is a um, pamphlet from the CEO Summit 2016, held February 23rd to 25th, 2016, uh, with, with, you know, documentation of what Lee Fang is talking about writing about in his article and all of these companies and these projects that receive financial support from InQtel among them Docker And in Lee Fang's article, the description for Docker reads, open platform to build, ship, and run distributed applications. It's, it's a bundling um, – Docker is a bundling uh, platform essentially or tool that you use to – as, as uh, the description reads – to build, ship, and run distributed applications. What does that mean? That means all kinds of things. So, as I said, I mean, you can jump on Indeed or Craigslist or whatever and see the ads for, or, or just do a search, you know. Everybody wants you to have 
experience with Docker. Do you know how to use Docker to build uh, and maintain apps, basically, shall we say? Oh, it's so easy. Everybody's using it. Adobe, AT&T, Stripe, Verizon, Target, Lucent Health, Palo Alto Networks, of course, Amazon, Microsoft. Everybody's using it. Don't you know how to use it? If you want to work here, you need to know how to use Docker because we use Docker. Everybody uses it. It's baked into workflow everywhere. And it's an NQTEL CIA tool. Maybe, just maybe, that should be rethought. You know, Mapbox, Mapbox is another one that's on the list in Lee Fang's article. Same kind of thing. Mapbox is everywhere. And there are others. Anyway, that's just one example. Let me get into... So... Um, I mentioned earlier in the first hour, terms of service, it was actually privacy policy. Similarly, you know, what the example that I alluded to is a service uh, called House Call Pro. Work simpler, grow smarter, whatever that means. Start a risk-free trial to see how easily your home services business can improve scheduling, dispatching, invoicing, and payment collection. <clears throat> so, you know, that's what House Call Pro is. Manage your business easily. House Call Pro has all the features for a home service business in one easy-to-use app. I wonder if it's bundled with Docker. I bet it is. I know that they use React and a variety of other, you know, superfluous libraries. There's just all kinds of spyware baked into it, but that's a different discussion. Anyway, scheduling, dispatching, invoicing, powerful business management tools, drive sales, complete jobs, manage money, know your business, business. Okay, that's fine. Privacy policy, which is separate from terms of service. Because in privacy policy, they list capitalized terms that are not defined in this privacy policy have the meaning given them in our terms of service. Oh, that's a separate document. This privacy policy is nine printed pages long. Terms of services, another document of several pages. Isn't it funny how in most cases this, this stuff is obfuscated? It's not easy to... I mean, there's the link usually, oh, have you agreed to a term, you know, our terms of service, our end user license agreement or whatever. But typically there's a small box, thumbnail sized box that has, you know, 20 printed pages in a little box. Who's going to read through that? Is there something that encourages you to thoughtfully, you know, some places do, some places have the, no, you have, you have to actually look at this before you agree to it. Very seldom do you see that, though. And hardly ever do you see, you know, encouragement to print that off. I think cPanel does. Some others do. Usually when cPanel makes a big change to their terms of use, I think they try to make you print it, basically, or at least read it all. And it's a big box, full-size screen uh, size box. Anyway, 
So for a scheduling app, just let me just start here. Personal information we collect. We collect a range of personal information. Personal information, quote unquote, means information that uniquely identifies, relates to, describes, or is reasonably capable of being associated with or linked to you. And I'll just give you a few things. We won't go through the whole nine pages. Just a few things, really. Brief summary, right from the beginning. Tell me if this really is all necessary for a uh, service call scheduling app. Is this really all necessary to collect? Uh, let's see. Identifiers, real name, internet protocol address, email address, online identifier. Okay, maybe, sure. Certain personal information categories. A name, signature, a signature for service call scheduling. Social security number. Really? Why? Address, sure. Telephone number, sure. Passport number, why? Driver's license or state identification card number. Insurance policy number. Education, employment, employment history, bank account number, credit card number, debit card number, or any other financial information. Really? Any other financial information? Medical information. Really? Or health insurance information. Really? Some personal information included in this category may overlap with other categories. Naturally. I know for a fact this company arbitrarily, in one case, suddenly, speaking of uh, places that use Docker, Stripe uh, is the uh, payment gateway provider for Housecall Pro. And according to Housecall Pro, uh, Stripe was demanding bank statements. Speaking of any other financial information, any other financial information, we may, meaning we will, if we so desire, I know that they demanded bank statements from one small business that used their service, and it was it seemed very arbitrary. They didn't give a reason why. They, they just said, well, Stripe is telling us to. Then why does this business have to give you bank statements when it's Stripe that's demanding them? Why isn't Stripe contacting this business? Oh, but we promised to destroy those bank statements when we're done with them. Exactly – when do you think you will determine that you're done with them? This is the kind of thing that we tacitly condone in America. This is all kind of, ah, whatever. This doesn't concern most people. So who cares, Chris? Who cares? Well, maybe in a more practical sense or a more broad, a broader application, we've seen the stuff with Anheuser-Busch lately. I'm I'm kind of shocked actually that you know speaking of the bar that I mentioned in the first hour that politically incorrectly hosted a uh, an event to uh, a fundraising event for uh, high school students. I mean you can't do that. You can't have a bar that raises money for you know kids field trips and stuff like that. Who would do a thing like that? Go to a place where you know people might spend money and generate interest to help kids and stuff. We need to have, you know, Hillary Clinton start a foundation for Haitian kids, and that's the way you do it. That's the way you really protect and help kids. 
Yeah, no. So in a more practical sense, we've seen recently the shenanigans with the Anheuser-Busch brand, Bud Light specifically. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed, quite frankly, that bars across America have not banned Bud Light. And while you're at it, every other brand Anheuser-Busch represents. Which are? What are they? How many people have checked? From the Anheuser-Busch website, anheuser-busch.com slash brands. Budweiser, Bud Light, Kona Brewing, Michelob, Michelob Ultra, obviously Stella Artios, Estrella Jalisco, Bush, Natural Light, Landshark Lager, Presidente, Hogarden, Shock Top. What's the world coming to when you can't drink a good Texas beer anymore? No more Shock Top. Our Craft Partners, 10 Barrel Brewing, Appalachian Mountain, Blue Point, Breckenridge, Cisco, Devil's Backbone, Elysian, Four Peaks, Golden Road, Goose Island, Carbach, Omission, Platform, Red Hook, Square Mile Cider, Vesa Sur, Nurture Cider, Wicked Weed, Widmer Brothers, Winwood. Then there's the Beyond Beer stuff. How many people are boycotting these brands or mancotting as, you know, Murr and others would say? How many of us are saying no to the shenanigans? How many people have stopped shopping at places like Walmart? Look what we've seen through uh, the the COVID shenanigans how many people have decided this just doesn't work for me what would happen so what was the point of all the financial stuff Chris what was the point of all of that the point is as Robert Kiyosaki points out cash flow is in his case the literal name of the game and if all of a sudden 300 million Americans say, yeah, I just can't support that. That doesn't work. Kind of like when you put food that's not really food in front of animals and none of the animals will eat it, you're not going to keep bringing that stuff to them. They just don't want it. Not going to do it. Who's the who's the idiot, you know? This stuff... Um, they do it because it works. Other brands related include Corona, Bex. I don't think I mentioned Bex. I believe Rolling Rock. Um, and there are several others. And this reminds me of, you know, I thought about doing a, uh, a broadcast, I don't know, about a month or two or three months ago. I was thinking about doing one about the, the brands with Nazi roots. Same discussion. Profiteering. For better or worse. You know what? If we can make a few million bucks and we can kill a bunch of people at the same time, hey, you genesis of the world, unite. Same 
parallel discussion. Stick around. We'll be right back. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-Keep-It-Today. Subscribe to the Freedom Times monthly newspaper, published since 1985. That's right, 1985. The Freedom Times pulls no punches and observes no sacred cows or taboos. The perilous times we live in are too critical for anything but honest discussion of America's plight. The Freedom Times is the antidote to the lies and distortions of the fake news media. There's no better way to inform and enlighten Americans than by reading the Freedom Times each month. New subscribers may sign up at the special rate of just $29 for one year or $55 for two years. Subscribe online by going to AmericanFreedomNews.us or mail your subscription to The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. That's The Freedom Times, P.O. Box 218, Wildwood, Pennsylvania, 15091. Support America's best patriotic newspaper and one of the very few left by becoming a subscriber to The Freedom Times today. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Show man to make me blue. 
Welcome back. So, as of three days ago, so this is why the financial stuff matters. This is why I told that, you know, painted that picture initially. So, last month, Newsweek did a fact check. Did Anheuser-Busch lose $4 billion amid the Dylan Mulvaney scandal? And, uh, you know, there's there's all kinds of articles. Uh, Newsweek, Market Watch, Yahoo Finance, USA Today, um, lots of these kinds of stories. Although analysts have used a variety of figures, the difference between its market cap from when the video was posted until April 11 is about $4 billion. The $4 billion figure began being quoted around April 10th. Okay, well, that was last month. What about a month later? And, you know, there's a detailed breakdown in the Newsweek article. There's the Market Watch article last week. A Bud Light backlash is not the biggest problem for Anheuser-Busch parent company. Uh, and that's, you know, also interesting. Yahoo Finance, we've never seen such a dramatic shift. Bud Light continues to plunge in sales, market share at shocking rate. Two stocks that could gain from uh, the big drop in business. Well, that's opportunistic. Anyway, this one, three days ago, USA Today. Bud Light sales, Dylan Mulvaney's beer ad, and whether boycotts actually work. Anheuser-Busch parent company, AB InBev, is optimistic about its future despite calls for a Bud Light boycott following a market partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Um, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, the article mentions, let's see, um, AB InBev reported earnings of $0.65 cents per share on $14 billion total revenue up this year. So things aren't terrible. Apparently, but, you know, clearly there has been an impact and clearly it matters, which is why there is a slew of these articles now. But I don't think it's entirely unanticipated. These these people don't do that kind of stuff. Whoops, we just made a completely uncalculated mistake. So there's more to that story, but it matters because the name of the game is cash flow. And so, you know, when you start diving down the rabbit hole from the USA Today article, it's really uh, easy to switch brands. King said Bud Light sales could be taking a hit in part because so many beer sales are made in public spaces like concerts or bars where consumers may feel pressured by peers to avoid the products. Or maybe it's just that people are disgusted and outraged because the fetish and the freak show, the deviancy, does not represent the heartland of America. Maybe it's just that what you did was grotesque and wrong, and instead of issuing the straw man like uh you know firing the ad, the ad agency and you know the PR firm uh Bump Williams Consulting I think maybe you should just say hey that was wrong 
Sorry, America, that was grossly inappropriate and offensive. Instead of issuing straw man apologies. And boycotts against brands like Bud Light are easy to take uh, part in since the beer has so many competitors, Pruitt said. Yeah, straw man, straw man. While experts say boycotts often fail in the long run, there are successful hit, there uh, there are success stories. Take the 1977 Nestle boycott over the company's marketing practices around infant formula in developing countries. It wasn't until 1984 the boycott was suspended once Nestle agreed to comply. Speaking of eugenicists of the world unite, again, a Nazi history, you know, Nazi eugenicists or Nazi backers and eugenicists. But you know what? We all we all like our cornflakes, don't we? So we have to support Kellogg brands despite the history of eugenics and, you know, forced sterilization and fun things like that. History is so inconvenient. Stick around. We'll be right back. Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Extendivite is more than just a heart tonic. Most basic diseases are caused by yeast in the gut and metals in the liver, and we all have a bit of both. The garlic in Extendivite has a yeast killing effect in the gut while also helping the sulfur enzyme in the liver get rid of the metals. Extendivite just may improve your overall health. Products like Extendivite are the only way we are going to get our society healthy. And if you're waiting for the government and pharmaceutical care to solve your health problems, you're going to have a long, disappointing wait, I think. Extendivite is a complete formula for extended life in the new millennium. 80 can be the new 60. Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. 
the anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. You know, this is stuff, a lot of this, without getting into, sucked into the histrionic dialectical wind tunnel, this is stuff we ought to be able to sort of come together on. Men and women should be able to say, you know what, I'm not going to, for example, I'm not going to support brands that do this kind of thing. Any brand associated with Anheuser-Busch, I'm not going to be a part of supporting that. Men... I think are understandably outraged. It's offensive to women too. You know, people like Megan Kelly have talked about that. No woman that I have ever known behaves like Dylan Mulvaney. So that the caricaturization of women in Dylan Mulvaney is offensive. It's grotesque. It's fetish. It's deviancy. It's wrong. It's just wrong. It's really, it's, it's horrifying and grotesque. If Dylan Mulvaney wants to be a freak in his own time and his own whatever, that's his uh, prerogative. But for that to be associated with brands that people pay money to, uh, you know, the buying the product and in in turn support, that's a different issue no one the the discussion is not you know and so the straw man in this case is people will say well how dare you say that dylan dylan mulvaney can't that's not the issue the issue is this is being associated with this and this other thing is something that people actually pay money to support no one's going into dylan mulvaney's house and saying you can't do this or that but brands that people spend money on, and the whole subject of branding is something that maybe we should get into at some point. 
are we all livestock? That's a whole different discussion. Anyway, if you're going to associate this kind of deviancy, that should be, if that's, if this person is confused and they don't understand the difference between men and women and he wants to pretend that he's a woman, which is grotesque, it's not normal, it's bizarre, it's deviant, then he can do that in his own time. But when that gets associated with products people buy, well, then people have a right and sometimes maybe even an obligation to say, I will not be associated with that. Not necessarily falling into the histrionic dialectical wind tunnel, but just to say, you know, like I said in the first hour, steadfast and resolute, not doing it. No, thank you. And for that matter, why not support? There are pl plenty of local brands that deserve support. There are a lot of local uh, business owners and you know, people working hard, trying to make a quality product. Why not support them anyway? Enough on that. To the phones, Brian in Washington, thanks for calling. Welcome. Morning, Chris. Morning, Brian. So, uh, on Saturday, Angry Castle, on her show on RBN, she had a... <clears throat> Susan Clark on her site is scientist for Wired Tech. They didn't they didn't get to taking any calls uh, in the two hours, but Lark did uh, ask. So let me get let me try this again. Is Wired telecommunication via the internet safe? If so, why? So if they're saying the solution is to get rid of the wireless, and we can all just be wired. What Lark, of course, is concerned about is this technology is still a huge threat, uh, not just uh, socially, all these children and their addiction to it, um, the tracking and tracing. It just, uh, I just wanted to mention... Uh, that for a second. Uh, I know that uh, Amon Jabi, I was hoping by now maybe you could take a few days off and uh, go show him a good fishing spot. You know, he went through a uh, tragedy watching his mother in a lot of pain. And I know when uh, my 13-year-old daughter passed away from leukemia. My buddy took me up to British Columbia, Canada on the salt water and showed me his uh, way to kill them, King Salmon. Uh, I was hoping that Amon could hand you a book if you guys got together sometime because I've been trying to uh, figure out a way to give people the Communitarian primer. How how are they going to do this? And that, of course, is the Ken Kesey book. And Amon has two copies. Uh, Jenna is trying to get her garden in and really do uh, its stellar 
and I end up having to ask her, well, could you try and set up this Dr. Paul interview on Chris's show? Because uh, a lot of the people in the chat room after you had Amon on said, you know, somebody ought to tell Chris, uh, him having guests on is really some uh, good, good radio. So it would make it a lot easier on Jenna if you could just uh, throw out three proposed days uh, or two that would work for Dr. Paul, and then uh, I can take it from there and line it up because he's very available, but you are one busy guy, too busy to uh, check emails is my situation, and I know Sometimes. You... Yep. I apologize for that. Uh, Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 Mountain, 10 to 12 Central. Any time within that span is is a good time. So you don't want to announce ahead of time. Sure, absolutely. Okay. You said when. Tell me when a good time is, and that's a good time. Anytime. But obviously, yeah, announcing it ahead of time is advisable, definitely. So uh, we have. A mutual acquaintance, uh, Lark and I do, and he's pretty sure he's uh, connected to high-level intelligence people in the United States from way back. And he told Jenna and I, you know, you guys ought to at least go get an old Nokia or some sort of phone because they're going to shut you off from the world without it. So if you would agree there's there's somebody that is proving this acquaintance of lark and mines to be accurate once again this is all coming and it's going to involve all this uh, technology that we just uh, forgot we could live without before yeah so i don't want to take up your whole show uh i would like to play this uh it's off facebook uh chris sutherland jr and it is entitled, Here's Four Ways That Someone Can Track Your Social Media Account or Digital Footprint. Can I play this really quick? I mean, there's really no way that it can't be tracked. So, and then again, you know, before you play that, how long is that? Uh, less than two minutes. So, I would just go back to maybe two things. There is, um, you know, speaking of the um uh let's see speaking of the technological developments that i mentioned earlier and lee fang's 2016 article what has happened you know we i think a lot of us forget that the technology is you know the leaps in technology, it's like, you know, 10 years, a decade is like a thousand years in technology, kind of. So in 2016, some big things happen or around there. One of those I've mentioned before, Emil Ephraim, CEO and co-founder of Neo4j, um, wrote an article back in 2016 talking about the Panama Papers in very specific fashion. He said, you know, the Panama Papers, why it couldn't have happened 10 years ago. And the ability to process data 
using a graph database model was a fairly new development. And the Panama Papers dwarfed all of the previous leaks by orders of magnitude, 11.5 million documents, 2.6 terabytes. You know, How do you sift through all of that and find anything meaningful? And they obviously did using Neo4j. So that was an interesting development. And you couple that with Paul Ohm's uh, research paper published back in 2009, Broken Promises of Privacy Responding to the Surprising Failure of Anonymization. And he talked about how the data scientists have proven that they can re-identify and de-anonymize individuals, needles in a haystack, by the recombining of databases. And that's a big part of the terms of service of all the platforms now, including the, all of the social media platforms. And so since everyone's sharing databases, there is no anonymity. That was the whole point of Paul Ohm's paper, titled Broken Promises of Privacy Responding to the Surprising Failure of Anonymization. And he was saying – we are fed this myth about PII, personally identifiable information, and it is a myth. It's a stubbornly persistent myth. There is no such thing. So I would just say that's, you know, really kind of the foundation of social media. Anyway, go ahead. ways that someone can track your social media accounts or your digital footprint. It's all available to the public and pretty easy to do. Your friend, your enemy, your neighbor, the government, anyone can do this. The first method is using a tool called Phone Info GA. All they have to do is enter your phone number, click enter. It'll pull up your social media footprint, individual footprint, reputational footprint, and any temporary number provider footprint. The second method, you just take a picture of someone's face or download it off their account. Go to this website, facecheck.id. Upload it. It'll then search the internet for their digital footprint and find all sorts of accounts. The third method uses something called Maygray. All they have to do is enter your username, click enter. It'll then search thousands of websites for your accounts. The fourth method uses a tool called Mosent. All they have to do is enter your email. It'll then search the internet for any matching accounts. All right. I kept to my promise less than two minutes, Chris. All right on. Yeah, I mean, those are those are ways, but there are, you know, Many, many more. And it's, you know, um, it's big business. It's surveillance capitalism, right? That's why, the, that's why the accounts are free on social media. And it's certainly not big... because all the ads on Facebook or YouTube or Twitter are paying to keep the lights on. Absolutely not. And if Data is big... the new oil, but it's only useful if it can be refined. If you were big on forestry and agriculture, you'd be talking about this carbon nonsense. And so speaking of that, here's a fun little thing to think about. You know, I don't know what, what it's like where you guys are right now, but uh, where I am in Montana, you know, last week, I think it was last week, there were snow-capped peaks all around. And... Um, then within about a day, the snow was gone. And all of a sudden now every river is brown, every stream and tributary is brown because, you know, there's flooding. So what happens? And then as we all know, shortly after this, will it'll be a record fire season again like it has been for the last five or ten years. And so what happens? We have, you have endless cycles of flooding, 
which causes massive erosion and then the water runs out and there's nothing to you know prevent things from drying up and then of course you have a record fire season burns everything up and then next year rinse and repeat massive flooding record flooding followed by record fires isn't it desertification deforestation and didn't we learn in school that the plants produce carbon dioxide and people are or excuse me people you know consume oxygen produce carbon dioxide plants the opposite and so we have a nice little symbiosis going on if you get rid of all of the plants through the forest fires and the massive soil erosion you know we can't plant a tree anymore and then the person and the tree can't peacefully coexist and you know to use a bushism it's funny you know if i didn't know better i would think somebody was trying to arrange a situation like that so that they could say we have too many people too much carbon dioxide well let's plant a tree Well, you better put some charcoal in with the soil and along with compost, nutrient, all these things play into uh, having a green thumb mm-hmm. and holding the moisture uh, yeah. is something that the charcoal helps with. But yeah, apparently Alberta, Canada has a big controlled burn that is uh, ushered in a state of emergency. Uh, I know foresters here that said, I don't know if you've been up to Canada, Brian, but pretty much their entire forest is dead. He told me this a couple years ago. So we have a real serious potential of problems. And logger friends of mine that grew up around here say, I don't remember the sun beating down at me at 75 degrees and being mercifully, mercilessly hot in scorching i think uh patrick jordan uh, he lives in illinois he's uh, got a little different take on chemtrails he said the above and below ground experimenting with these nukes in the 40s blew a hole in our atmosphere and they are using these chemtrails to put a band-aid on their big screw-up that seems not too far-fetched for me. I don't know. I can't comment. Sounds possible. All right, well, yeah, uh, thank you very much. for. Uh, we'll set this thing up with Dr. Paul and give you a couple days so you can announce it ahead of time. Uh, I'll let you get to the perfect 10-minute break. Bye now. Thanks, Brian. Much appreciated, as always. Uh, back to the phones, actually. Lynn in Maryland, thanks for calling. Welcome. Thank you. Good morning, Chris. It's a good, good morning, talk Lynn. to you. You um, too. I, I, I like Dr. Paul. Um, actually, if you listen to Angry last Saturday night, I think, what is she's on at 8 Central Time. She had three great guests, Susan Clark, um, John G., um, John, I said, Paul. Um, I used to listen to him. I used to be on conference calls that they and I had I actually played one of her her videos on my conference call that I had on Saturday nights. Um and but that's all about wireless and I just heard um Brian talking about the chemtrails and the problem is it clogs up the root system of plants and trees. But I even called into John Moore a few weeks ago cuz some man had 
hives. And one of his hives, the bees weren't returning or were dying. Well, bees will not return to a hive where there's wireless. So I called to say it may be in line. And I said a cell tower, but I meant antenna. You know, you think people pick it up. Not everything's a cell tower now. It's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. height. And that's what Paul and and the two ladies went into an Ingrid's, Ingrid's cult on Saturday night about height and distance and power. And the communication acts um, actually only cover wireless for telephone communication, not not strength for video, not for all this stuff that we all do. You know, we could do that with an Ethernet, you know, in our homes or whatever, but everybody's, you know, gives CIA, DARPA company credit for their technology to keep us all nice and addicted and distracted and willing to become cyborgs, which mm-hmm. which if you're taking suggestions for interviews, I'd recommend Amy, Annie Jacobson or somebody on par with her. I have no idea how to get in touch with her, and I'm not online, or I'd find all sorts of folks you could talk to. But, <laughs> you know, um, and I just appreciate you so much, Chris. You do such a wonderful job, and I hope you had a good week and got caught up with things you needed to do and had, had an enjoyable week. I missed you. Absolutely. Thank you. Lynn, thank I missed you too. I missed. Okay, thank you. Uh, oh, and, and if Catherine yeah. hears me, I actually left my message with Mike that day, but I've never heard from her. And so, if Julie's listening, you know, Catherine's more than welcome to have my telephone number if she calls to ask for it. Okay, because remember a couple of weeks ago. Okay, thank you, Chris. I love you a lot. That'll take us out. We are at the end of it, and uh, so Mike, sorry we missed you. But uh, I guess we're, uh, we're, we're yes. Oh no, it's it's the break. Never mind. For some reason, my my mind is. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Julie. We're not at the end. Mike in Kentucky. Thanks for calling. Welcome. My internal clock is messed up for some reason. Maybe maybe. Oh, we lost Mike. Sorry, we lost you, Mike. Feel free to call back. So maybe I'm like the bees. Maybe my homing device is messed up. So <laughs> about three minutes, three and a half minutes premature there. So uh, anyway, I think to to sort of summarize uh, today's broadcast we make, we we choose, I think. There are, you know, most of the folks, I think, who listen to this network would say, would agree that we we choose more often than most of us would like to admit. But, you know, again, just sort of revisiting Lark's point about the three A's, amnesia, abulia, and apathy, leading to the subjugation or acculturation, a state of an eventual state of anomie and learn helplessness. And he, you know, points to Emil Durkheim's suicide and uh, the term anomie. And of course, Martin Seligman, you know, who happened upon this theory of learned helplessness by randomly and repeatedly shocking dogs, a fact that used to be on Wikipedia, I don't believe. 
you know, I think it no longer is, but that's how they described it. Randomly and repeatedly shocking dogs just happened upon this theory of learned helplessness. Um, it is a it is a it is a form of warfare and conditioning that has people behaving in a way that obviously they're going to deny. Nobody wants to admit to turning into a servile and cowardly, sycophantic kind of person. Nobody wants to admit that. But maybe we can just I don't know be steadfast and resolute ourselves you know it reminds me of um matthias Desmet saying what do you do when these episodes of mass formation occur you keep speaking and you don't do it in a crazy sort of fashion you just keep speaking you keep telling the truth you, you remain steadfast and resolute and tell the truth and his point in saying that he said you know to paraphrase is that when the you know the hypnosis starts to wear off or maybe transition and this is my paraphrasing then the reaction to that is less violent and violent in a uh figurative but also a very literal sense <clears throat> and there's you know who can deny that it feels like we're being pushed and nudge toward a clash of civilizations. So we make curious choices. And hopefully we make good choices. <laughs> That'll do it for today's broadcast. Now, now it'll actually do it. Now we're at the end. So hopefully my internal clock is working better tomorrow. I hope it was informative. As always, it truly is an honor and a pleasure. Take care. God bless. We'll catch you on the other side. Sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.